0: The story behind the story in faith, culture, news, and entertainment. This is This is Billy Hallowell. Hey, it's Billy Halliwell. I'm here today with Toby Mac. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, congratulations on the new album, The Elements. I got to ask you this this question because I love the title, I love the tracks. What's the what's the story behind that title, the elements? What does that mean?
1: For me it's setting your mind each morning on who you want to be. Like the, the friend you want to be, the spouse you want to be, the parent you want to be, the person you want to be, the person of community you want to be. Um the person of faith you want to be, you know, the believer you want to be. And then you set your mind on that and in the morning and you walk out the door and it feels like you're beat down on all those fronts all day. <laughs> and by the end of the day, you just feel hammered. And I was just thinking about that, thinking, man, this is really like you're sort of facing these elements. Uh all the things that this crazy world throws at us, uh sort of tearing away at who we set our minds to be. Mm. And when I looked at these songs and I assessed all the songs, I'm like, this is kind of what most of this record is about. Uh, just the beat down of life, but constantly recommitting to be that person that you, that you want to be.
0: It's an ongoing struggle, right? It's an ongoing process. It is,
1: man. It's, uh, I think it's a recommit every morning kind of thing. And maybe uh, even throughout the day. Our- <laughs> few yeah, yeah. Even throughout the day, you're right. It's it's a it, maybe it is a moment by moment type thing. But uh, I know I feel tired when I get home. Just tired of you know that that morning I was ready to go, ready to take on the world, and by the evening I feel feel a beat down. And I, I just wanted to inspire people to to keep committing to uh, and, and, and to recognize what's coming at us.
0: Well, I, I know that's great. And I know you've been, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been in Christian music for a very long time. What is it that keeps you, co- Well, and, and it's like every time you release something, it's better than the last thing you've released. What is it that keeps you coming back for more?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I get a little bit of life under me. I, I put a record out only every three years. My whole career from DC Talk to today, I've never been able to beat the three-year thing. Like the label wants a record in a year and a half. Uh, or a year, and I, and I say, I can't like because I really write about what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I, I think I found that when I write about the, my situations, uh, the beautiful moments and the tragic moments, and everything in between, the songs resonate with people more than these fictional songs. So like I always tell, people, well, I have to live some life before I can get eleven or twelve songs together. I have to I have to make some mistakes and I have to um, have some victories before I can do that.
0: Well, it has to, it has to be personal, which I I love that you do that. I know there are some filmmakers who do that with movies. They wait three years. They they sort of pray through it, and it would seem to me that it's like anything else. When you have a passion for it, it's something you've gone through and experienced. Then it really infuses the music in a way that resonates with those who are hearing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's true. I think so many. Like the way records are made these days, a lot of records, and I'm not being critical because they're making amazing records, but it's like A&R people from the label, A&R person is a person that is with the record label that represents the label to the artist uh, and tries to help them make a record. So the A&R person, the artist, go through sometimes 600 songs that people are pitching them to find the 10 or 11 that they think are right for that artist. But I've never made records that way. It's always been out of my own life, uh, my own personal experiences. And it takes a little longer, but man, it's just, I'm not going to say it's better, but I'll say it's my process. And I know the reactions I'm getting from people. It, it's a process that's effective.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. And, and I think that's, it's the same thing with books. You know, when you're writing books and people, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of the companies out there, they sort of push you, just write another book, get another one done. And it's like, well, no, I want this to mean something. And so I love when, Um, Artists do that in music because I know Matthew West is a friend and he that's sort of the way he approaches it. And to me, that just means it means more. The product that's coming out, and I mean that loosely, the product, but the music that's coming out, there's a deeper meaning. And I think that's really essential for music like yours that's speaking to people in their soul. And it's not just something they're listening to because it's good, which it is, but there's that deeper level to it. I wanted to ask you about just, you know, I said you've been in music a long time. You have been, and I think it's an, it's incredible. You've had an incredible career. You continue to. What has been the most rewarding facet of your career that you would say?
1: I mean, I think for any artist, I think that that moment, that special moment is when you, you know, you spend all this time sort of in a hole like I call the studio, the whole, you know, you're down, you're down there trying to find these things deep in your soul, deep in your heart to write about, to be honest about. And you sort of put them out there. And like, you know, the record comes out or came out, you know, October 12th on Friday, you're waiting for that moment, anticipating that moment. You're thinking about people as you're writing these songs, you're praying over these songs, you're praying for the people as you write and what will resonate, what will turn their eyes to the king. That's that's my prayer, you know. May these songs turn people's eyes to the King, and then when I put the product out or the record out, um, they get it, and I think that that special moment is when you walk on stage, and they know the song, the people you've been praying for and thinking about are sitting in front of you, singing the song back at you, and it's sort of that song and those people and the artists all come together in that moment at a concert. And that's why live music to me is very important and dear to me.
0: Yeah, there's something about that, being with other people, being with other believers, being in one location and, and having the artist there and sort of there's just this sort of unique spiritual unity with music that that, that I love. And not to yeah, you know, I do too. Not to have a hard shift of topics here, but I have to ask you this because I have two kids. You have five, and your career is way busier than mine. So how do you how do you balance that family life career mix? I mean, how do you do that as an artist?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously uh, one of the toughest things about being a musician. I'm sitting on a bus right now doing this interview uh, in Atlanta. My home, my my family is at home in Nashville. Um, last night I was in Houston the night before that I was in Dallas. I mean, it's, man, the only way I can, yeah, I mean, the only way I can figure out to do it is number one, I've changed the way we tour. Uh, we do four days a week and we're home three days every week. Um, we don't go on tour for months at a time. Everybody thinks we do, but I'm home three days just about every week. Uh, and then the other thing is, um, I've changed the way I record. I don't go to the studio at noon and work till two in the morning. I go in the studio at ten thirty, or ten, and I record till six. And I go home at night, and I eat dinner with my family. And that dinner time, I think it's something that's that we're missing nowadays in America. I think dinner time to my family, we've made it a priority. We sit around the table, we eat, and we talk, and we ask everybody what was the best part of your day, and what was the low point, and you know, what did you see God in anything today, and. Uh, you know, out of those conversations come songs too. But it's it's to, to us it's it's an important thing. Uh, we've just made it a priority.
0: Yeah, the whole family dinner thing is so interesting because life is so busy and Americans are running around everywhere. But that was sort of like the focal point for so many of us, right? Like growing up for me, that's what like we did. We sat down as a family. So we've made a concerted effort to do that. And I think, you know, just connecting with the kids. How was your day and talking through? We do that at breakfast, too, because I'm fortunate enough to be the one sort of getting the kids where they need to go. So we get a chance to have those conversations, which is huge, Um, And, you know, incredibly important, especially when you've got a schedule as crazy as yours is.
1: Yeah, it depends on what age your kids are. But, you know, for mine, uh, the phones are down. The phones are aside at at dinner and we're talking. It's harder and harder to get that moment where you're looking in each other's eyes, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, another thing that I've seen you speak quite a bit about and you've I think you've written on it, too. But you've spoken about this issue of collaboration, this notion of, you know, working with others, learning from other people. And it seems like we kind of live right now in this culture of it's sort of torn and tattered and people are fighting. There's a lot of chaos. You know, what advice would you have just for fans and believers out there about how to sort of navigate and be a positive light in terms of just dealing with where we sort of are right now?
1: Yeah, I, I do think there's a trend toward isolation rather than community. Um, you know, I think that when when sort of tough times come, instead of stepping into community now, it feels like we're isolating ourselves and looking at our phone or whatever we do to isolate ourselves. But I do feel like collaboration is it's tougher sometimes. It's, it's um, it takes You have to be a little more brave, but in the end, it's worth it. Like I have definitely found, I recognize my need and, uh, clearly see that I'm better with people than isolated.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. We have so much to learn, you know, from other people, even those that we don't agree with, too. You know, it's an incredible opportunity, I think, to have the chance to, and also just showing love, right? We're supposed to love God, love others. You know, we sometimes, I think, forget that latter part because of just the way things are. Um, And yet, you know, you mentioned phones. We're more connected than we've ever been, but yet seemingly more disconnected, which is sort of a sad, ironic thing um, that has been happening in culture. But, Last question for you, and then I will let you go. I know you're busy. What do you hope people take away from the elements?
1: Man, I hope they leave inspired, you know, to, to live in community, to uh, recognize that there are things coming against us. Uh, I hope that I have a song called starts with me. It's, I had to dive into race relations. I always kind of have. My whole world is diverse. I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, if your world's not diverse, I'm not saying you're sinning, but I'm saying you're missing out on the richness that I know. Yeah, uh, diversity is a beautiful thing. It enriches our lives, uh, and I, I just think I, I hope people are are inspired to to step forward. You know, to to move forward, to um, to recognize the elements, call them call them out for what they are, and in rally uh, to to become to stay to remain the person that they want to be, that God has called them to be.
0: Well, listen, I love that. I'm excited for the album. Congratulations again. We'll make sure we link out for people to grab copies of it. Thanks so much for joining me today, Toby.
1: Man, I enjoy it, Billy.
0: Thank you, man. Thanks for listening to the Billy Hallowell Podcast.
1: Visit Billy on Facebook or
0: Twitter at Billy Hallowell for more on faith, culture, entertainment, and plenty more.
1: The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.